Hello, welcome to Business Unmuted, a business discussion broadcast live on LinkedIn and available for download from all the best podcast sites. I'm Mike Hughes, business and commercial editor of the Northern Echo. I've been a guest on this show a few times. It's a nice change to sit on the other side of the sofa. Graham Robb is finally off to America to visit his daughter. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Enjoy your trip, Graham. I'm sure you're watching. On the day this is being broadcast live, Wednesday, February the 2nd, we finally got our hands on the government's long-awaited levelling up white paper. 400 pages outline 12 so-called national missions to be achieved by 2030, quite an ambition. These missions include increasing pay, employment and productivity in every region, with each containing a globally competitive city. A significant rise in numbers competing high-quality skills training, an increase in the number of first-time buyers and a 50% decrease in the number of rented homes classed as non-decent. My guests today are Alan Neal, Senior Manager at the Engineering Construction Industry Training Board, Ian McElroy, Chief Executive at Tier 1 Capital, and Lee Powell, Chief Executive at GMI Construction. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Uh, let's see, it's, it's, we've chosen quite a day for this, obviously a, a major day for, for many businesses as the government finally revealed the details of its white paper. Uh, on levelling up. Um, I don't know what your reaction is. Mine, I suppose, was it was a, it seemed to be a fairly muted affair. Maybe there just wasn't in, enough detail to really compel us, but maybe that was all we were going to get. Maybe this is this firing gun being started. Um, plenty of lines to discuss. Alan, I might come to you first. One of the, one of these key missions, always important, skills and training in the region, of course, planning ahead for those next generations. Um, Michael Gove said he wants 200,000 more people to be trained annually in the skills that are needed. Did that? Did you associate with that? Does that sort of fulfil a bit of a, a thing for you as well, that we need this large number of people being trained? Yeah, so the ECITB, we're, we're very active in terms of as uh, an arm's length um, body linked to the Department of Education. Sure. Um, developing those vocational standards linked to the engineering construction industry. So... Um, in relation in particular to uh, the activity at Teesside, part of the East Coast cluster, which is very exciting, um, it's all about ensuring essentially that um, those, the skills that are in the region, that we can develop those skills through our training providers and working with our employers to make sure that there is that intake of skills into um, certainly the East Coast cluster and building that net zero future. Yeah, so the fact that it was one of the missions that Gove chose to put on today had 12 they wanted to put yeah. up there the fact that it was one front and center that's reassuring that i think it's very important yes and you know when you're looking when, if we look at the net zero agenda and the ambition of that it's just making sure that um you know people are at the front and center of that essentially so making sure as i say that um how do we get those skills how do we develop those skills and make sure we're getting the volume of people in at the cluster. Um, so yeah, I think that was actually very, very important, yeah. Yeah, there's certainly plenty to build on. Lee, it's interesting with, with GMI, you, you've got base in Leeds, uh, Manchester, Birmingham and Stockton. Do you see uh, a need for leveling? It may seem a really basic question. Do you see an obvious need to level up as the, the places with the, where you're working? Are there some that are obviously treated differently at the moment? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a need to address the balance between the southeast and the more industrial regions outside of the London London area. Um, we are actually seeing the we are seeing this bear fruits even before the white paper came out. It was obviously 
part of the government's uh, or Boris Johnson's election campaign back in 2019. It's good to see that there's some follow through. I do agree with you on there, Mike, that um, that there's a bit of lack of detail. You know, there needs to be some more flesh on the bones. It does seem it's a positive that they're talking in this manner, but there's not a lot of detail. But yeah, you know, we need to get employment and skills back into the regions. I mean, especially in the in the northeast, which over recent decades has sort of declined from an industry point of view. You know, where you know there's there's projects on on Teesworks, there's a Freeport status. Uh, Humber has got the Freeports, um, and it you know it's a fact that wherever there is a, a metro mayor that the economic output of that that region tends to go above the average of the rest of the country so this is this is these are positive signs and it's definitely needed yeah the, the metro mayor obviously was you know we're, we're familiar with ben houchen's work here and and the progress that can be made when you have the ear of government and when you have a, a sort of certain boldness that was an important thing as well wasn't it to get to the, the, who basically i think he said today whoever wants one you can have one. That devolution of power, so there's more local control. That's a key it thing. Does, it does, and it is my, and it also appears to be a, what I would call a stripped back role. So it doesn't seem to be as embroiled in the politics as as maybe the MPs and the, yeah. the normal politicians are wrapped up in red tape and, and what to say and what not to say. You know, you're seeing this with with Ben um, in the South Tea side. You know, he's a, he's a man on a mission and. He's all about getting results, and that's what we want to see. We want to see that in the industrial north and, and, and the Midlands. Yeah. Ian, um, talking to uh, your, your work there at, at Tier 1, um, I just want to mention about the, the funding side of this. that We've already mentioned that potentially it's a little bit of a light touch to what's been announced today. But was there any idea of how on earth we're going to be doing the funding for any of this going forward? Um, thank you, Mike. I think first and foremost for Tier 1 Capital, we are a, a northeast business. Our roots are firmly anchored in the northeast. So as, a, as an employer in the region, we welcome any sort of initiative that's going to hopefully bring increased prosperity to the region. I think um, higher skilled jobs coming to the region will naturally help to increase the local GDP. So yeah. I think as an employer with Tier 1 Capital, we're, we're pleased with any initiative. So we'd welcome that first and foremost. I think the other point that the guys have touched on already, Mike, is the devolution bit. I think the devolvement of power out to the regions is um, is massively positive. I think having people in the local area making decisions uh, for positions that they know potentially better than other regions, I think is a positive one. And I think the devolvement out to the regions will give local enterprises such as the guys on the call today and other employees in the region, the opportunity to begin trying to maximise that opportunity of working a little bit more closely with the local authority. Yeah. Anything we can to do to try and bridge the gap between public sector and private sector and combining the immense talent within all of those organisations for the general good, I think is positive. In terms of the funding piece, again, um, I agree with Lee. We need to start to drill in the detail. I think the levelling up piece is far greater than than just funding. I think there's some hugely important aspects around quality of living, life expectancy, and all those other issues are hugely important. But on the finance piece, uh, absolutely. At Tier 1 Capital, we are the appointed investment manager for a London-listed investment fund, the Property Back Lending Trust. And since 2017, 
we've been providing funding to property developers in the region. I think there's now an increased opportunity for us to work closely with the public sector to see how we can combine our experience, our skills, the private sector funding that we already tap into with potentially new avenues with the local authorities and tapping into the large local authority pension schemes, I think, is a conversation that I know pretty much every um, person in this country will be in favour of once you drill down the detail. And in the northeast alone, you're talking 15 to 20 billion pound of pension pension fund money alone that I think with a, a good collaboration between local authorities and private fund managers like ourselves, we can bring a lot of good to the region. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting just to, to get a very general opinion. Obviously, we need to analyse and sort of think about these sort of things. But when you heard the announcement or when you saw it today, um, all of you guys, I suppose, was there a chance to be excited by it? Were you energised by it? Or did you just think, well, OK, this we, we were always going to get something like this. Let's just get to work. What was your general thinking? Lee, what did you think? So I think my opinion, you know, we, we've, we've seen this coming for some time. We knew that the white paper was coming. It was part of the 2019 manifesto, part of the election campaign. And, you know, the government has been, uh, this has been part of its rhetoric for some time now. So this is just, what am I trying to say? It's not fulfilment of what they've been saying, really. It's, sure. uh, you know, as Ian was saying, it's very, very positive to, to have this and we welcome it. We very much welcome it. I can't help but feeling it falls slightly short of what we were wanting to see, you know, some form of definitive numbers on how much money's coming in and where it's going to be earmarked for and which major infrastructure projects, certainly from my perspective, it's going to be used to to construct and develop. And, you know, yeah. I think it just slightly falls short in that manner, but, uh, but it is a positive. Yeah, absolutely. It's for us to chase, I suppose. They've given us a sort of a certain structure. Um, it, Alan, one of, the, one of the key things that's, going to be driving a lot of this levelling up is the, is the renewable sector, of course, and it's something that Teesside is getting so involved with, and it is helping to sort of shift the balance a little bit. What's your take on how the sector is at the moment and the importance of it in the, in the levelling up situation? Well, I think a very interesting point about the levelling up is the attachment to place that has been mentioned. So the breaking the notion that um, you have to move away essentially from the north in order to get a high paying job. Yeah. So all of the activity that we're looking at on Teesside um, and down in the Humber region as well, um, there's so many, there's so much volume that is needed um, in, in the engineering construction industry to deliver on the renewables vision and the, the transition from, uh, from where we are now into renewable energy and that zero carbon future. Um, so I think it's a very exciting time in terms of prospects in the north. Um, and as I say, the, the one of the main challenges I think that's faced is, do we have that volume of people that we can skill into the sector? Um, so it's an exciting time to be in the north for that. Yeah, and, and, and as you say, that that's an, an important point as well, isn't it? That we need to make sure we have the numbers. If the government's going to say we're going to do this, this and this by 2030, Yeah, it, there is a... a um, an imperative for us as well to keep pace with that yeah. and to say yeah if you do deliver that we've got the right sort of people in place absolutely mm-hmm. i mean the in terms of the skills um that are there so some some research that we've done um and the, the um that is in the public domain um 
essentially what do we need in order to deliver this zero carbon future? Now, a lot of the engineering skills, um, we're not thinking that there's going to be a radical departure in terms of what skills are needed. It is very much that volume. So it's all about, you know, for the ECITB, what can we do to make sure that we've got that pipeline of new entrants that's coming in to the industry and developing into those well-paid jobs? Yeah. Um, Ian, you mentioned a little bit earlier on, I think, one of the the things which we must never lose track of, which is this general, uh, that this is about tackling poverty inequality as well as, as, as a business sort of situation. That's important, isn't it, that we have to, we have a responsibility as businesses. We're obviously intrinsically linked with people's health, people's sort of life expectancy and their enjoyment of life and all that. It's important we, ha we have to work hard to, to make, to, to balance out such a, a radical inequality, don't we? Oh, massively, mate. I mean, first and foremost, we've got a responsibility as human beings to try and look after each other. Sure. So I think any initiative that goes towards trying to improve um, people's living and working conditions, uh, our own health, our life expectancy and closing the gap, I think all of that is, is massively positive. And any way that we can contribute to bringing improvements in those areas as businesses, I think is, uh, is hugely important. And I know for us, the property back lending trust when we're backing these smaller regional developers we do like to see sustainable methods of construction it's something that we're we're interested in we're we're very strong and tight on health and safety procedures on the sites that we fund so without a doubt this is far bigger than just providing finance to the local regions there's a lot of points there around the prosperity of all of us at a very basic human being level that i think we all will naturally embrace and engage with yeah that's it. i mean we, we we run businesses i report on businesses you guys run them but they all they're all about the people and unless yeah. we look after them and unless we make sure that they're looked after then uh, th then we're missing a little bit of our own challenge um lee this is uh, there's an interesting point here as well about um the government's under scrutiny now as as never before obviously it's a it's a, a crazy time for the amount of detail that the people are looking for do we feel particularly on the announcement today that we can trust the government and we can trust michael gove and the plans that he's brought in that they're going to deliver 2030 is a long time off but the, well, it's well, a factor well, you, isn't you, it well you say it's a long time off uh, we're in 2022 now so and it's amazing how you know that that period will pass and, yeah. and i think the answer to your question is that the proof really is in the eating the proof is in the pudding you know, we need to see things happen, you know, very close to where, where you guys are sat right now. You know, we've, there's a tease works, there's a whole Freeport status, there's the the renewable regeneration um, that we've been talking about earlier on. We need to see some action up there now. You know, there's um, there's been jobs being promised, industries being promised. And I think it starts with that, you know, Ian was talking about, you know, the human level and it's very important. People are very important and it's about people's prosperity and, and wealth and, and, and wellness. Um, but that first and foremost starts with jobs and employment and skills and training to satisfy those jobs. And, you know, I've been on a, on a couple of things today and people are saying, what comes firstly, do you, in your opinion, do you think it's affordable homes or do you think it's large infrastructure projects and investment in industry? 
me personally, I think it's that investment in industry because that's what creates the job so that people can earn money and get skilled and, and actually then look after themselves and afford their own homes and all the rest of it. I've seen the one of the twelve big missions in the white in the in the leveling up paper, the white paper is, you know, a, a clear path from people from rented accommodation into home ownership. You know, and employment and skills and, and, and industry is central to that strategy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Alan, there's a there's a chance here, isn't there, because of, you know, as you say, you're at the, the centre of all the skills of this sort of forward planning. There's a chance here for the northeast and for this region to set an example, to, to lead the way, isn't there? Mm. Do, you, do you see that as a possibility that because of where we seem to be getting a grip of things here, as, as they've been saying, they want more metro mayors, they want more houchins around the country. We seem to be doing a lot well at the moment. And we, we can set an example, can't we? People will be looking to us to see, well, how are you doing it here? How are you doing the skills? How are you doing that running? Absolutely. Well, I think, again, um, you know, the East Coast cluster is the one that has, uh, that has launched and it is very much underway. Um, so in terms of the project, the early feed projects the, um, in the engineering on that East Coast cluster, um, contracts have been awarded recently. Um, so there is activity that is very much going to be kicking off. Um, and I think, again, it's all about... Um, you know, when when you look at the ECITB and what we exist to do, so funded by the industry itself, um, there to be responsive to well, what are the needs that um, will fulfil the industry now? What are those uh, the energy transition program, etc., that we do? What what are those skills that we need to develop for the future? So absolutely, I think the fact that it's not just an aspiration i think in the northeast it is very much happening right now and we are you know the, the government is pushing ahead with its net zero objectives and uh and um yeah it's like like i say there's there's a lot of activity particularly around the tease works area there, there is a lot of activity that is going to be happening yeah ian are we are we almost at the point where we don't need much leveling up now people are going to say well you know there's there's other areas you were we were amongst the worst hit potentially and now we're doing so well we can almost focus on the other parts of the country or do you still this is that just way too optimistic a thing to say i think we always need initiatives that are being backed by um local authorities to to help drive economic and social prosperity in the local area wherever that is and we absolutely all have to work together to try and maximize the opportunities that come from um policies like today's and uh and we're certainly looking forward to certainly for the property back lending trust we're looking forward to working with the local authorities we're obviously aware of initiatives um ben houchin's been very active you know the guys in the north of Tyne have been active as well so there's a lot of initiatives that the local authorities have underway uh which is great and i think from this i think there's a a, a significant opportunity now for the the private sector and the public sector to come closer together and and use this as a uh, as an opportunity to uh, and we keep using the word prosperity it's all about that we are we're all naturally hopeful that um that can we make good from the opportunities we get and we're, we're looking forward to to taking those opportunities and seeing where we can go with it yeah i think that's it um the, the way we've been given this basic framework we knew what was coming We've seen some of the detail of it. We know there's an awful lot more detail to come. But I think we're in a position where we're going to grasp the nettle ourselves. We're going to say, right, this is, what's, this is the, the timetable that's been laid down for us. 
we're in a position to know what we want to do. We're going to do our utmost to, to, to keep pace with those sort of ambitions and make the northeast a stronger again and to, to have it sort of to have it leading the way i think it's an exciting time i think it possibly hasn't been put across too excitedly today but i think people like oh we can we can make a difference here and i think if we get embroiled in it and make our own targets i think we're uh, i think we're good to go gentlemen aren't we mm-hmm. i think it's, it's all about the follow through for me and yeah. that's for everybody that's for everybody concerned businesses training entities and but but first and foremost central government and local government it's about the follow-through the framework has been set down the gauntlet has been thrown down there's clearly 12 big missions that that needs to be achieved before, before 2030 you know we've everybody's got to make this happen now yeah the gauntlet has yeah. been thrown down last word ian uh, yeah i was just going to say mike you use the words uh, to become strong again uh, I, th- I think, you know, being in the north, living in the north and the people on, on the call here, we're, we're from the north. I, I, I think we're already strong. We have a strong, we have a strong culture. Um, we have a strong work, work ethic. There's a lot of um, very credible, very uh, professional of expertise. Um, we're already strong uh, as people of the region. I think this is an opportunity to build on that foundation we have and become stronger again. So I certainly don't think we... We need to um, put ourselves behind the line. I think we take the opportunity Absolutely. and continue to drive forward. We're a very proud region. Absolutely. Um, and I think we can use this as an opportunity to, to build further. Well, that's been a fascinating conversation. Um, Alan, Ian Lee, um, thank you very much for your opinions. Um, I think there's a lot to be going on with here. Um, thank you very much as well uh, for your time. That's been a, a snapshot of the businesses in this region and what we think about levelling up and how we're determined to pick up that gauntlet and take it forward. Thanks very much.